Devin, what's today's episode? Dorothy. Yeah. Ha ha. Got it. Hello! Welcome to Tay2Z, where we chat about every Taylor Swift song in alphabetical order. I'm Devin. And I'm Gab, and we will be your hosts on this journey. In our last episode, we talked about Don't You from Fearless, Taylor's version. Don't you? So good. (laughs) And today, we are talking about Dorothea from Evermore. Another Evermore song. We're back. We're back to... The era of Evermore. Dorothea is the eighth track on Evermore. Evermore was released December 11th, 2020, and this song was co-written by Aaron Dessner. Good old Aaron Dess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the only song from Evermore that has been performed live so far is Willow. And so that means this one hasn't mm-hmm. been performed live. Hopefully, sometime soon, we'll get a live version of it. Perhaps another long pond sesh. We don't know. I don't think I can hold out hope for that anymore. I think it would have come if it was going to. I agree. I really wish we had. But we'll have something. There's got. She's got to perform Evermore stuff live. She yeah, at some to. point. We yeah. just. I think are gonna have to wait a little longer than we want to. I think so. I think so. I'm really, guys. Let's just keep pushing for that Let's all Taylor Festival weekend, all the albums. We're putting it into the universe. Yeah, manifesting All it. of the Taylor-owned albums. Of course. Of course. Yeah. Which, by the time the tour happens, Might be own, all of them. Maybe all of them. If it's next summer, maybe? <laughs> yeah. So, oh, Devin, what do you think about Dorothea? Dorothea! Huh? <laughs> you know, this song is definitely uh, caught on mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. It's it's a mood. I hear all of the all the cool kids saying that like this song is a mood or like these songs are moods or whatever. And so I didn't really know what that meant. But now I like kind of get it in the sense <laughs> of like, oh, you listen to this song when you're in a mood. Yeah, specific you know? mood. Yeah, this is like a this is like an easy listening mood song. Maybe that would be playing in like. A doctor's office waiting area, you know, like that you're sitting there and you hear like, <laughs> yeah, I feel that, you know, like in the background yeah, while you're, while you're waiting to go to the dentist. Thing. No, it's not that, you know, it's just easy listening, easy listening. Mm. Like if, if, you know, NPR, it would yeah. be on NPR, okay. if you will. Okay. That doesn't say that it's bad. Like no. it's just, it's what I said. It's a mood, if you, you will. Yeah. Usually people use that term, like, it's a mood, when it comes to, like, a song that's, say, like, sad or, or like, like, angry. Oh, or... okay. I mean, this is a mood. It's just not the way that people normally mm. say. This, this isn't a usual mood. <laughs> I guess so. This is, this is a mood that people aren't in very often. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I was totally in this mood today because it was rainy and gross. Yeah, you were. Easy so, listening. So, easy listening day. The song is soothing. Mm. Uh, the accentuated piano is really nice. I like that they really popped the piano out in it. Boo do 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 that little piano at the beginning, and that kind of goes throughout the whole thing. It gives it this like really you know walking down the street kind of like you know small town esque kind of vibe. Yeah, I feel that. Which I you know I think is the whole point i mean that's the song is that it's a you know somebody singing about a girl who left a really small town and has made it big and isn't 
maybe the same person anymore. And it makes sense, mm. I think. I thought it was interesting that she used Dorothea as the name. I know that's, a, a, you know, a very pretty flowy name. Mm. But it doesn't sound like it's from our generation. It kind of sounds like it's from a couple of generations before us. Yeah, yeah. You know, Dorothea was a name that was probably given to kids more, you know, like around our grandparents' um, yeah. generation. Like, that sounds like a like a grandmother to me. Yeah, it's contemporary with, like, the name Marjorie. Yeah, yeah. Which, for anybody who's named Dorothea, like, awesome. I'm glad that you're named Dorothea. And you have a song now And now you, you have a song. Which is cool. Yeah. Dorothy, for short, you know, like... Totally. Yeah. I, I get that. Yeah, Dorothy was like a character on the Golden Girls. I didn't know, since it was such a unique name, if you were going to be talking about that in Gossip Gab or anything, if you had any intel on why she used Dorothea. Not really. Uh, there were a couple of people, I didn't include this in Gossip Gab, but there were a couple of theories that found like a real life sister duo of Marjorie and Dorothea. Hmm. But Taylor had already confirmed that Marjorie was indeed her grandmother. So right. that's doesn't really connect. Yeah. Some people thought, this also isn't in Gossip Gab, but some people thought that Taylor was revealing the name of uh, Gigi Hadid and Zayn Malik's baby oh. as Dorothea, but the baby is not named Dorothea. Mm. The baby's named Kai. I think that's how you pronounce it. It's K-H-A-I. Mm, Maybe definitely, Chai. Definitely not Dorothea. Definitely not Dorothea. <laughs> so they I went actually, the other way. Yeah. <laughs> So I actually don't really know where this name came from, but I just knowing Taylor, she was like, okay, what's going to go in this melody I've already written, have in my head, or Aaron's written and I have, mm. you know? Mm -hmm. I like that. Yeah. And it tells this great story and it tells a story of something that maybe has happened to people that they have a friend who has gone off to do big things mm. or somebody that they know became a star or whatever. And that happens from a lot of small towns. A lot of big movie people come from small towns. Yeah. And my favorite parts of the song, though, are the first section. And then when it repeats with different lyrics with the, Hey, Dorothy, do you ever stop and think about me? Yeah. Those sections. Me too. Those, those really flow really nicely and lyrically and mel melodically are really fun. Mm -hmm. And then the rest of the song kind of just falls flat melodically and lyrically for mm -hmm. me. That's just a personal preference. And I think that the best parts of those so the song are those sections. And if maybe she had played more off of those for the rest of the song, but she had something that Aaron wrote. So she had to put it to what Aaron wrote. You well, know? we don't know that for sure, but we can assume with a lot of the songs because yeah. he, he sent her so much music mm -hmm. and then she put things together. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it's a fine song. One of my lesser favorites on Evermore. Mm -hmm. I, I found that a lot of the Evermore songs, there are parts of each song that I really like. Yeah. And then parts of each song, mostly, that I'm not a fan of. Mm -hmm. I mean, even with Gold Rush. There's a lot of back and forth in terms of, like, me liking a part of a song mm -hmm. and then not. And so then I, like, kind of don't necessarily want to listen to the song mm -hmm. all the way through, you know? Interesting. It's very interesting for Evermore with me. Yeah. Well, and I think... A lot of that speaks to how Evermore is her delving even more further experimental. Yeah. Trying out different things in the songs. Yeah. And like a lot of the songs sounding very different from each other yeah. on this album. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that. I can I feel that about Evermore too in cer with certain songs. There are mm -hmm. some songs where it's like, I love the whole song. Mm -hmm. And then there are some where I'm like, well, I like that part a lot. But this part is like, meh. Yeah. Yeah. 
What about you? What do you think about this song? I really like the story that this song tells. Though it's not a story that many of us have experienced personally, it's a very familiar archetype that we see, you know, in movies and TV. And I like how Taylor tells it here. Mm -hmm. It's like full of longing, I feel. And I just, I love how, this is so specific, but I love how her voice sounds when she sings the word Tupulo. Mm. It's, I'm obsessed with how she says that word. Like, I could just listen to that part over and over. It's the weirdest thing. In Tupulo. Like, it's so funny. I love it. So one of my favorite images in this song is to refer to someone with big dreams, she says, the stars in your eyes, Uh which I just think is so beautiful and a great descriptor. And it's also very Taylor. And though I love the storytelling in this song, there's something about the stretched out Dorothea, like Mm -hmm. the oohs and that part, Mm -hmm. that like just isn't my favorite. Hmm. I think for me, I just don't usually like any time when there's one word stretched out for Mm. a whole melody. Mm -hmm. I think it's just something that is, I I don't really jive with. I'm sure sure that there are examples that contradict me saying that, (laughs) (laughs) but we'll see as we find, as we go along. But I don't, I just don't love it in here. Like it gets stuck in my head and I enjoy listening to it. Like it's easy listening, kind of like what you said, but I think I would prefer the song if it didn't have those parts in it. Like, yeah. I like the verses the most, yeah. you were saying. Mm-hmm. And I like how it's, like, the song sounds. I like the melody, but there's just something that, like, what you were saying just doesn't jive for me the whole song. Yeah. But I still listen to it, and I still feel good listening to it. I'll sing along. I know all the words. But I find the verses the strongest part. Totally. I also really love the way Taylor plays with the words, if you're ever tired of being known for who you know, you know you'll always know me. Mm. Like, it's very easy where that could get, like, all jumbled. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I, it's so cool, and it flows so well. And I really like that. That is a really cool line. I like that one a lot. Yeah. I would agree with you that this is also one of my less favorite songs yeah. on Evermore. But it, it, like, doesn't, like, offend me anyway. I just yeah. am not obsessed with it the way I am with some others. Sure. Oh, Totally. Totally, yeah. totally. I agree. So, Devin, do you relate to Dorothea? I wanted to be Dorothea. Oh. Like, I want, no, I wanted to be that person. I grew up in a small town in Vermont, mm-hmm. and I was a big fish in a little pond yeah. in terms of, like, the theater community and everything. Yeah. And I really wanted to go to New York and make it big and be on Broadway and do the whole, you know star-struck dream thing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I made it part way. Like, I went to school in Jersey, and then I did had success regionally and got my equity card and stuff. But, like, I'd never made it to Broadway yet. Who knows? Also, with this past year, I had to do a super big life check with the pandemic. And... And figure that all out. So I wanted to be that person that people in Manchester were like, were like, oh, Devin is from here. And and he, you know, he's in this show. Mm -hmm. And it's amazing and stuff. Well, also, you know, theater is coming back slowly, you know. Yeah. And like, I don't even know if that's what I want anymore. So like that, that's a whole other thing. A lot of soul searching. But I would say the chance to be Dorothea is not ruled out for you. Yeah, I guess. And I guess I was sort of that, you know, mm-hmm. like, there are definitely people in Manchester who thought that I, you know, have, have made it and have been successful and everything. And, and when I come back, they're like, Oh, here comes the city boy. Yeah, you know, well, and also success is how each person chooses to define it as well. Sure. 
You yeah. Know? Yeah. So that was that was what I wanted. And it sort of happened that sort of hasn't. So there's still time. It's interesting because I am I feel very disconnected from this song. So I wonder if there are other people who have those similar dreams who really connect with this song in yeah. that kind of a way. It actually doesn't make me connect to the song. Mm. That experience is what I wanted. Yeah. Like if, if this were a song about Dorothea's side of this, I might relate more to that. You know, yeah. of being like, God, I really wanted to get out of town and here I am. But actually, I'm not that big of a person. And everybody in back where I live do think that. And this girl who's singing this song about me has no idea that, like, I actually haven't made it or, like, I feel mm. like I haven't made it. Which would be fascinating. Which would be really song. fascinating. And maybe is on this album. Maybe. Which one do you think? Well, mostly that's in Gossip Gab. But uh, oh, oh, OK. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. OK. Teaser for, Teaser for five, <laughs> five minutes, minutes from, from now. now. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? Do you relate? I don't particularly relate to this song as I don't have any close friends who've like gone off and become huge stars. Though I do have some friends that have found success in TV, film, and theater, which is super cool. But no one who was so close that went off and I felt like maybe I didn't like feel as close to it anymore. Mm. No, no, no experience like that. But what this song actually makes me think about and like the sense memory of this song is the musical The Prom, which they made into a Netflix movie last year. Great and movie. And we watched when it came out. So much fun. So, such a fun. Such a fun yeah. movie. The musical was also super fun. The specific line that makes me think of this movie is, but are you still the same soul I met under the bleachers? And it makes me think of the scene where they're under the two main characters are under the bleachers to talk and sing the song Dance With You. Mm. And they're meeting up there because they're secretly dating because they live in this super conservative mm. town. And mm-hmm. so, oh, it's two women. I, I meant to say that. Or yeah. Two teen girls. And they meet up to sing the song Dance With You, which is not like Dorothea at all. But just the, the line, are you still the same soul I met under the bleachers? Yeah. Every time I hear that line, I think this movie. And I know that, like, this movie came out after the song came out, I believe. But it just connects in that way to me. And I think about those characters. I like that. Yeah. And I think that the feeling of, like, longing and being left behind that this song conveys, like, the Mm. person who feels left behind by their friend who went off, I think that's a very relatable feeling. Sure. Even if it's not in, like, they went off and got famous. Right. You know? Like, like, if you're friends with seniors and you're, like, a sophomore or whatever in high school mm -hmm. and and your friends go off to college and then next year, you know, You feel distant from them. Things change. Or, like, you know, for us, you know, friends who are, like, having kids and starting families Mm -hmm. and, you know, Moving off to other states. Yeah, everyone's in different phases of their lives and Mm -hmm. your relationships change over the years. And so... You know, there are different ways where sometimes you can feel like, oh, I'm left behind or not, you know? And so I think that that emotion that comes from this song is super relatable. Totally. And also, I know this was definitely the reason why she put in the word bleachers, but Jack Antonoff. (laughs) True. Obviously. Like, that's obviously why she said, meet under the bleachers. Like, come on. Well, it's such a, like, great high school image, though, of, like, secrecy, you know? (laughs) Or, like, flirting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, totally. Totally. Yeah. But, obviously. Shout out to Jack. Devin's currently so obsessed with the new Bleachers song that hasn't even been released yet, but they played it on Jimmy Fallon. How dare you And I hope that when 
you are listening to this podcast, whoever you are, you'll be able to stream it because the album will be out July 30th. This podcast comes out on Monday. <laughs> yeah, but there will be people on, you know, in July that are going to be listening to oh, this. Oh, yeah, true, true. Maybe. Yeah, but guys, YouTube, how dare you want more Jimmy Fallon. Jo- oh. It's really fantastic performance on Jimmy Fallon. We might be doing some bonus material with Jack Antonoff and Olivia Rodrigo coming up. Yeah, there's a lot of great new music that we're getting into. And thanks to you guys and thanks to Swifties. We feel like we're part of like the music that's coming out Mm -hmm. and, you know, the Swiftie music verse. It's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Well, now we get to the segment of... Gossip. Per a YouTube Live with Taylor Swift Vivo that was done before the release of Willow, Taylor confirmed that Dorothea was the first song written for Evermore. Hmm. Taylor also said during the same Vivo that in her mind, Dorothea went to the same school as Betty, James, and Inez. Oh. Yes, which is pretty cool. You know, we've talked about it, but if you don't know the song, Dorothea tells the story of a girl who left her small town of Tupulo, Mississippi to chase Hollywood dreams and stardom. It's sung from the point of view of either an ex-lover or close past friend thinking fondly about Dorothea and with longing. Mm-hmm. In the liner notes for Evermore, Taylor wrote, Before I knew it, there were 17 tales, some of which are mirrored or intersected with one another. She added that Dorothea is about Dorothea, the girl who left her small town to chase down Hollywood dreams and what happens when she comes back for the holidays and rediscovers an old flame. Oh, interesting. So tis the damn season. Exactly. Mm. So, you know, many fans had already connected Dorothea to tis the damn season from the lyrics Mm -hmm. and saying that tis the damn season sung from Dorothea's perspective and Dorothea is sung from the other person's perspective. And I think her saying that line there in the liner notes Mm -hmm. confirms that. She says that a lot of the songs intersect. I love how Taylor has, on both Folklore and Evermore, had through lines and characters connected through multiple songs on the Mm -hmm. same album. I think it's so creative and so cool that she's able to create these fictional worlds now where all these characters can connect. And I I just love it. It's really interesting. I also love hearing about these different situations from each character's perspective. Yeah. Also, in the, like, the tis the damn season vein, because we're not going to get to that till tease for a while. Yeah, a while, yeah. And that I said that Dorothea makes me think of the movie The Prom. Uh Uh-huh. Tis the damn season really makes me think of this Christmas movie that came out uh, last year called The Happiest Season. It was the one with Kristen Stewart oh, yeah. and Dan, and Dan Levy. Levy yeah. yeah. I double-checked it before we recorded. It came out before Evermore was released. So it, she could have watched it and it could have inspired her because we know Taylor likes, you know, watching movies and we were in quarantine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And in that movie, there are two women who are dating and they're living in a city and they go home for the holidays, but the girlfriend's family doesn't know that she's gay and dating women. They just think they're friends. Right. And it's like what happens when she goes back to this hometown and it's like very emotional movie. And actually, I really enjoyed it, but it was also like I cried a lot. Mm. Part of me feels like Tis the Damn Season might have been inspired by it. It doesn't tell the same story Mm. because no one's a famous actress but just that idea of yeah you're going back to your hometown and whatnot during the holidays yeah yeah which is so relatable yeah and what's interesting though about the fact that this song makes me think of these two movies is that in both of them uh it's relationships between two women Mm. and that's i really feel like that's what this song yeah the story this song is telling and i know a lot of fans do too yeah there's just something about the way in the like the emotion and how it's conveyed that feels very like 
yep. feminine. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, so I think it's that's really cool that yeah. she was able to connect those two. That's very interesting. So I, I you hadn't even, connected them no. in that way? I'll have to listen to them in together. In that way, yeah. yeah. And I feel like that what you were wanting from Tis the Damn Season, I mean, what you were want, saying you were wanting earlier to hear from Dorothea's perspective, I think Tis the Damn Season gives hmm. you that. Okay. Um, some uh, other funny fan theories about this song. A lot of fans theorize that Dorothea was about selena gomez when it came out oh. because apparently the wizard of oz is her favorite film okay and for those who've never seen the wizard of oz the main character's name is dorothy i think everyone knows that but maybe not <laughs> they also linked the lyrics to selena you're a queen selling dreams selling makeup in magazines due to her rare beauty line that oh. launched in the last year or two and um apparently selena gomez didn't go to prom oh I didn't fact check that. It was, yeah. I, I read it online, so I don't know if she went to prom or not. Well, that's but. actually another thing I can relate to. I didn't go to prom either. Yeah, that's true. Oh, I didn't, yeah, I totally, totally forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. so that's kind of interesting. Yeah. Guys, Taylor wrote this song about Devin. It might be about me. <laughs> Though I think aspects of Taylor and Selena's lives could have inspired this song, I do believe ultimately like the character of Dorothea is fictional. Yeah. I think it's super interesting though to think about Taylor writing these songs and thinking about her exes and past friends from her pre-stardom days. Yeah. And thinking about if like any of them think of her in this way. Right. I was going to bring that up because yeah. Taylor is this person. Exactly. To a lot of people. from, And she's from a small town. Yep. She went to a high school. Yep. <laughs> Yep, she went to a high school. No, but like she, it's not like she was homeschooled. Right. You know, she yeah. went to high school as she was like starting to make it and putting her demos out and yeah. stuff. And I just think it's such a fascinating topic to explore in her music and a side of her fame we haven't really fully explored yet. Yeah. I mean, imagine like being Taylor Swift's prom date. Right. Like that's so crazy. Yeah. You know, we, we know some of her exes, uh, not exes, we know some of her friends from, you know, those days that she's still friends with like Abigail. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, we've seen them grow into their adult relationship. But think about all the other groups of friends yeah. that she probably had or the girls who were mean to her. Oh, yeah. I mean, I imagined Taylor Swift's high school so often and think mm. about what they must think. Yeah. And I can't imagine that experience because I've the never. teachers, like. Yeah. Her math teacher, like. Yeah, I taught Taylor Swift math. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's <laughs> That's like. crazy. It's so crazy. Like, there's. You know, people have reached certain levels of no- being known or fame from my hometown, but no one, like, Taylor Swift, like, mega superstardom. Yeah. Like, no one like that. And so I just, like, really wonder what that's like, especially the girls who were mean to her. Yeah. It's got to be, like, are they Swifties? Like, I can't even imagine. Did they try to become her friend when she started <laughs> becoming famous? Like, you know? It feels so much like a movie. Like, I need yeah. to know about this. Sure. I oh, want to make a, like, yeah, a documentary on it or something. I don't know. One lyric parallel that I found with a lyric that I mentioned earlier in love, uh, Stars in Your Eyes, is very similar to, I looked at you like the stars that shine, and but your eyes still shined like pretty lights mm. from Mary's song on debut. Ah. Also one of my favorites. I love, love Mary's it. song. Really beautiful. I uh, love just shining eyes. Shining eyes. We, we, got, we know here Stars at Tasty, we love eyes. eyes. <laughs> we love it. So, Devin, mm. what's your favorite line from Dorothea? I think we have the same line. Yeah, we do. I that, think we that do. That hasn't happened in a while. No. So, I like the whole thing. You put part of it. That hasn't happened in a while either. Yeah, I like 
Hey, Dorothea, do you ever stop and think about me? When it was calmer, skipping the prom just to piss off your mom and her pageant schemes. Such a good line. And I and I wanted to put the whole thing in because that's the whole complete thought. Mm-hmm. And I really, I really like that. And the way that she sings it is so fantastic. Yeah. Such a great lyric line. And then rhyming, skipping the prom and piss off your mom. Like, I know. Her brain. So good. So good. Why do you like it? I think the storytelling of this song is just so fantastic. Like, you can feel that. You can understand this relationship. And I think everyone has those kinds of feelings. You know, like, through my life, there were different friends I had in elementary school or middle school or high school, college, who I am either still close with or have grown apart from. But we still have these very specific memories that you think back on fondly or you Mm -hmm. laugh about or something random makes you think of them or a song. And I think you think about those friends and you're just like, oh, I wonder if they ever think about me. Yeah. And probably if they you if they cross your mind, you cross theirs. Totally. And so it's like that cool thing where something will pop up and I'll be like, oh, like those friends. Like we had that great moment. Yeah. Even though we don't still talk, you can think on things fondly or laugh about something that you did. Right. Got in trouble, mm-hmm. you know? And I just love that feeling. And I love that like youthful nostalgia, getting into trouble kind of thing. Totally. And then just the line, skipping the prom just to piss off your mom and her pageant schemes. Yeah. Like it tells the whole story yeah. there. It's so funny god it's all just all all the movies this song is such clear storytelling that it makes me think of so many movies dumpling that was on netflix jennifer aniston's character is like obsessed with the pro the pageant and like all there's not a prominent maybe in later books they have Mm. but like she's just so obsessed with like image and everything it really makes me think of that (laughs) it's so funny it's a great line great line but i think it's the best line in the whole song yeah Gab, on a scale of one to ten stars in your eyes. You're going to make me go first. Yep. Okay. Got to be honest. Got to be real. Let's be honest and real. I'm going to give this six stars in your eyes. Okay. I like listening to this song. I think it's a beautiful song. As we've mentioned, I love this story. I want to hear more of this story. I think for me, Tis the Damn Season is just a song I like more from the other side. Mm -hmm. And I do think if this song didn't have the... Ooh, mm. I think I would like it more if there was something else in that place because mm-hmm. the verses are so strong. Yeah. But I won't skip it. Like, I listen to it, yeah. but it's not my, it's by far not my favorite on the album. Yeah. What sure. about you? How many stars in your eyes would you give this song? I think I'm going to give this four. Okay. Stars in, in your eyes. Stars in my eyes. Stars in eyes. Either, either works. <laughs> <laughs> the part that you know, has me in this song are the the two verses, like you said. And that's all. If it was more of that for the rest of the song, like I would totally be in. So this song, a four for me. Okay. Keep listening along with us. You can check us out on Instagram at Tata Z Podcast and give us all your thoughts. Do you also not love Dorothea? Are you obsessed with Dorothea? Mm -hmm. Had you made the connection between Dorothea and Tis the Damn Season? Mm -hmm. We want to hear all your thoughts. Do you know the movies we talked about in this podcast? <laughs> right. did and do you, you see those relations? Did you also skip prom? Yeah. Did you go to prom and love it? <laughs> Let us know. We want to hear it all. Yeah, Devin and I are on two different sides of that yeah, yeah, prom yeah. coin. Also, be sure to follow or subscribe wherever you're listening to this right now. And if you get a moment to write us a review on Apple Podcasts, we would be very grateful. Absolutely. Next episode, we are going to be talking about dress yes. from Reputation. Taylor's sexiest song.
Indeed. Come hang with us. I'm Devin. And I'm Gab. This has been Tay to Z. Thanks for listening. See you next time.